What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Wake and Jake with myself and BBD. The chat is hot this morning. I love it. Joe Hammond, Michelle, Andrew, Tyler, Zach, Tom. Name CT2? C2? Not sure how to say that. Um, what's going on, everybody? Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, it was, was a fun sports weekend. Should have been... Capped off by an NBA Sunday night. That's what the M- NBA is so good at. Uh, they're playing tonight, and that's fine. Not going to be mad about it. Uh, Would have been cool. And I guess they traveled and stuff, right? Yes, yeah, so I guess West. a little extra time. So like, and somebody tweeted. I saw a tweet this morning. It was about it. It was like, oh, also, not that NBA didn't have time to change this, but like, we, sh- we should be in World Cup time, so in theory, something would have been happening with that, but it's late this year. Hmm. Because of all the all the cutter stuff. Shout out to all of in our theory, listeners. Theory, there would be like everything. All of our listeners and cutter. Um, NBA Finals is locked up at two. Huge game <laughs> tonight. Um, Chef Curry. We'll talk about him in a minute. What a performance that was. Lord Stanley's Cup. The finals are set in that. My Rangers died. Hate that. Hate that for us. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning are really good. Uh, they, I don't fully understand hockey. I can be straight up with that. My shirt kind of looks like a Lightning shirt. Rowback. Oh yeah. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They had the feel of a Kansas City Chiefs or a Golden State Warriors in their prime. Like they just look disgusting. Um, just so dominant. The Rangers were so exhausted and worn down. Um, Igor put on a show, but it wasn't enough. Uh, we will talk all of that. Excited to talk Steph Curry, but I think we, uh, let's talk some baseball. Uh, baseball, as you people know, the most hot in the streets. Um, Yankees, I wish I could talk about more. But there's not much to say. They sweep the Cubs. They still look just incredible. Um, I think we need to start with the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves, and if Poppy Gordo wanted, I think he could dig some stuff up. Um, We are a schedule pod. Arizona, Colorado, Oakland, Pittsburgh. That's who the Atlanta Braves have beat on their 11-game win streak to put them exactly kind of where you'd think the Braves would be to start their season. 
well, not exactly, because the Mets got off to a massive start. The Mets are 40 and 22, but the Atlanta Braves are 34 and 27. Um, I gave Ronnie Cunha my award last episode. Uh, he is going young, thick. Austin Riley is putting together a nice season. Matt Olson is too. Both those guys, I think. Well. Young Thick is putting together a really nice season. Matt Olson slowed down from a hot start a little bit. Um, they're getting contributions from William Contreras, Michael Harris, Deuce, Deuce Harris, as I call him. I don't think anyone calls him that. Um, Max Freed's numbers are right where you'd think they'd be. 12 starts at 2-6-4. Kyle Wright, the 26-year-old, he is breaking out. 12 starts at 2 5 7 ERA. He's getting some all-star consideration. Ion Anderson hasn't been completely dialed yet this season. Charlie Morton's kind of been getting hit around. Um, and I think their their bullpen, the, the numbers are starting to come around. A couple guys are giving them really nice performances out there. I love this Atlanta Braves team coming into the season. Um, they got off to just a middling start. It felt like they were winning and losing every other day. They never had a three-game win streak. They never had a three-game losing streak up until June. And since June, they have reeled off 11 straight. And I believe if I'm looking at this right, they are undefeated in June. Yes, they are 11-0 in June, which is kind of badass after being 10-12 and in April, 13-15 and in May. They are 11-0 and in June. We said it before, it, it tied to, um, I think the 2017 Yankees team was the first team that opened up our eyes to it. The 2017 Yankees were 500, except in two months. They were lights out, which made them a high 90 wins team. Did they win a hundred that year? 93? Was, seven, was 2017. So it's just one of those weird ways you could cut up baseball. We, we divided a lot of ways. We say either survive on the road. Be 500 on the road and be a good team at home. Win every series at home. You're a playoff team. If you just kind of beat up on the bad teams and you're 500 against decent teams, you are a playoff team. If you have have four 500 months and you got two electric months, you are a playoff team. There's a lot of ways to chop up baseball and the Atlanta Braves – are back. Should I call Pete Moylan? Huh. Oh, text from Jess. Noodle took a huge poop this morning. That's good. Okay. Um, I didn't tell Peter Moylan I was going to call him. I don't know what he's up to or what he's about these days, but I don't know. Let's mix it up. We've got sources. Might as well use them. <laughs> What's going on? Peter, you are live on Wake and Jake. How are you? Oh, my favorite show of all time. I'm <laughs> great. You are. What's happening? Uh, Peter, there's something I wanted to ask you about. You can ask me anything. You know that. The Atlanta Braves are an 11-game heater, babe. Uh, where would you like me to start? Uh, where should I start? I, I see people in the chat. I mean, that people are wanting me to talk about Michael Harris Deuce, which we talked about yep. on Farm to Fame. Uh, Kyle Wright, I've seen you tweeting about him. What what should we be talking about with the Atlanta Braves? It's that's the issue. It's not one or two or three, even three guys. It's so many dudes that are just contributing 
on a nightly basis and it's not the same people every day. It's Dano one day, it's it's Duval the next day, it's Contreras the next day, it'll be a starter for six innings, it'll be the bullpen going six hitless in. Like, it's just... It, to win 11 in a row, dude, you've got to be doing something right every night and they're finding a way to win on a nightly basis and it's it's just been fun because they did this for two and a half months last year and it led them to a World Series championship. So it's not like overly exciting right now. It's not like Trevor Story's going bananas, but it's 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 just consistent play. It's been fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of going through some of the games and looking at the stats and that's, that's kind of the story that's being told. I guess... Uh, the name that I haven't said yet and you haven't said yet, and I, I guess this is just a feel thing, uh, young Dansby in a contract year. He got oh. off he got off to a slow start. Our, you know, I, I know war in baseball can be a, a weird thing sometimes, but he's second on the team, first of position players. Are you are the Braves feeling that day in, day out? Look, I'm not saying that the Braves fans are the most logical people in the world, but there was talk of sending Dansby down at the start of the season because of how bad he was swinging the bat. Right. But uh, he has he's turned into a pretty consistent player right now. Uh, on Defensively, he's always going to do what he does. What's been crazy, like, like I'm hearing other guys, new guys that have come into the team this year talk about his baseball IQ and how different it is uh, to other people that they play with, especially for a guy that's a shortstop, almost quarterbacking that, that team out there. He's putting up at bats that he never put up before, too. So I think he's just realizing that, kind of like Riley, realizing that they're big leaguers and they belong, and that they've got the confidence now that just to go out there and just do it. And there's no pressure anymore. I feel like because everyone's performing, there's no one guy that feels like they have to do too much. Everyone's just doing the same amount. Not a uh, not a bad year for Dansby to have a massive year if he keeps right. this up. We're uh, nine nine figures, Dansby. Oopsie. Uh, look, I keep saying that he's a – I said top 10 shortstop, but I'm. I, look, it, this year is, it's kind of it's, – it's up in the air, but as far as consistent playing goes, last six weeks there's no one better. What, um, what else is up with you? How was calling games? Did you love it? Uh, it's a hot, it's, it speeds it up on you a little bit more, but I, I kind of go more into manager mode, I guess you call it, mm. because I'm trying to I'm trying to – Go Tony Romo prediction mode as well, so it's it's just it's just a different. I don't I I don't want to lose my personality in there, but it's just different. You've got to be more a little bit more. Uh, you know, have the bumper rails up a little bit. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. What what else is up with you? Is that golf swing coming around? Are you watching NBA or hockey at all? What what's good? Listen, we just wrapped the farm to fame uh, literally ten minutes ago. We had a big old uh, college baseball session today, yes. which is awesome. So there's a lot of college going on right now. As you said, Braves are hot, but the NL East is hot. It's not just us. There's a couple of teams that have separate themselves. The Yankees, you've got to be a pretty fired-up young man about the Yankees right now. But this, baseball's good. Baseball's hot again. Hot in the streets, baby. That's what we're talking about. Um, all right, Peter. Well, what uh, what do you got for the day? Well, my daughter's in from Europe, so she's here. She leaves tomorrow, so we're going to try and fit as much as you possibly can into one, one sultry day. And then... Uh, well, she's take her to the airport tomorrow and then enjoy my two days off and then back at it on Friday. I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. hey, and enjoy your time with your family. Um, I will do that. I, might, I, I love these calls. We should just talk every Monday morning. Okay. Well, sign me up. Okay. Uh, this, this was Peter Moylan. Anything you need to plug? Never. 
They plug themselves with me. You know that. Besides me. Um. All right, Pete. I'll uh, <laughs> uh, I'll talk to you later, Big Daddy. See you, buddy. See Love you. Bye. Bye. That was Peter Moylan, uh, Braves broadcaster, farm to fame. Sounds like they just recorded. Um. The Atlanta Braves. The train has left the station. Uh, they were. Hovering just below 500 for all season. They are now 34 and 27. Uh, and they are on a hunt for Los Mets. I tell you what, I don't know when they. The, the Braves on an 11 game win streak, they have three with the Nationals coming up. You know who they have after that? Three with the Chicago Cubs. I mean, Braves have a legitimate chance. That would be 14. 14 plus 3, we all know, is 17. Braves have a legit shot to win 17 straight here. Excited to see where they land. When did they play the Mets? Uh, July. So, interested to see where those standings are come July. But the Braves have officially, have officially joined the party. Uh, Mets, just really good. They take two out of three from the Angels, who they continue to struggle. 40-22 and 22 from the Mets. Pretty insane. The other story, Peter Moylan mentioned it in the NL East. The Phillies have joined the party. They won nine straight after firing Girardi. They lose yesterday against the Diamondbacks. What would have been ten straight, which would have had Kyle Gibson having to wear a Willy Wonka costume to a Phillies game. Uh, It sucks. We all miss out on that. It sucks that the Phillies win streak is tied to Rob Thompson a little bit. Um, I mean, if there's ever been a a non just, like they they say just getting a new voice in there changes everything. If there's ever been not that. Not the new voice. Because he's been Girardi's like best friend and, and right hand guy for fifteen years. I mean, in a way, you're happy for Rob, really happy for Rob him. Thompson uh, as he gets a manager role, and the Phillies are now nine and one. I think during his his stay, uh, they also ran into the Angels at the right time. Uh, they ran into the Brewers at the right time. Milwaukee, they're in it in a bad way right now. Uh, and then my Snakes, they go on to play the Marlins and the Nats. And then the Rangers, the Phillies, can continue to go. They need to. They are at 500. They are 30-30 and 30, uh, with 102 games left in the season. Quick math on a Monday, people. That's in my bag. Nats, or excuse me, Nationals are dead. Marlins uh, are still, they're kind of what the Braves were doing, just a couple games below 500. I would love if they became more a part of this season. Some Jazz Chisholm drama. How about that? In the NL Central, your first place team is the St. Louis Cardinals, people. Uh, Milwaukee is really up against it right now. They have had a bad stretch. Um, Let's see if I can get you more numbers. Let me see if I can get you more numbers on that. Um, The Milwaukee Brewers. um, They're 8-12 in their last 20. They are 2-8 in their last 10. The Milwaukee Brewers have really run up against it as they get jumped by the St. Louis Cardinals um, who haven't been 
They haven't been gangbusters. They're eleven and nine in their last twenty. They're five and five in their last ten. But with the Brewers struggling so badly, uh, that has left the door open. And again, we we harped on it on last talking baseball. I think we're going to talk about it um, on the next uh, talking baseball coming up later today. Uh, the NL Central is going to be one of the more fun races this year. I think those teams are going to be back and forth. Um, I love both of those franchises. The Brewers, A, have been really nice to us, which is cool, and we support that. Uh, they're also kind of a really – their pitching's gross. Uh, Ian Happ was in the office. I asked him. I was like, what's Brewers-Cardinals? He's like, dude, both are really good teams. The Brewers pitching is just so disgusting day in, day out. We will see what the Cardinals do. Uh, Jack Flaherty rehabbing. Uh, he might have one more rehab start and be back. Um, both really well-run franchises. Uh, super excited to see what the summer has in store for the NL Central. Uh, the only problem is the rest of the NL Central stinks. Your Pittsburgh Pirates are firmly in third place. <laughs> Whoa. Ten games under five hundred. The Chicago Cubs are dead. Me and BBD got to watch them this weekend. Uh, Ian Happ's alive. Good series. Yeah, that's we, good. We love that. Uh, the Cubs just don't have any pitching um, and nearly enough hitting. I mean, their runners in scoring position was all-time bad uh, this weekend. They are, you know... The Chicago Cubs are a lot closer to the Cincinnati Reds than they'd like to be. Um, the Reds have been playing better baseball of recent. Um, and the Cubs, they uh, they host the Padres and they host the Braves. Uh, and like their one pitcher is like really doing well was Wade Miley. I just realized the shoulder strain. Yeah. I don't know the, the severity, but that just stinks. It's a guy you could flip. Was a team that was kind of hoping for a fun, a fun-ish summer, a 500 team. Maybe the Cubs could stay around. It does not look like it's happening. Uh, and on the left coast, the San Diego Padres are a half game back of the Dodgers. The Giants, in kind of a series they needed, they were they were sliding a little bit. They Sweep the Dodgers. How about it, man? Um, good for them. The The Giants, I was a little worried about them last talking baseball. Um, I half-jokingly, half-true said maybe they're saving up for this Dodgers series. It looks like they are the NL West Dodgers, Padres, Giants, all within three and a half games. Feels like that's going to be fun. Feel awful for my snakes. Even the Rocks. I mean, those teams in the NL Central, I think we're talking about them as like deep-cut wild-card teams, and you just can't do it in the NL West. Um, the Padres, uh, they split a four-gamer with the Rocks after winning the first two, so they've got to be a little bummed out. There's a doubleheader in there, too. Um, so you, you do what you can with that. Uh, but I think it was in double check. I think it was in Colorado or no, it was in San Diego. So yeah, you got to be a little bummed out with that. They play the Cubs. Uh, Cubs are kind of sad right now. Mentioned that a few times. Um, 
that's kind of the National League scoop. Uh, the Braves, I guess that's one of the biggest takeaways. Like, they are just full-blown going. Glad we got some Moilo on that. Be excited about the NL Central race. Um, unless you are Brewers or Cardinals fans, Brewers need to just turn the ship around. To the NL Central in their last 10. I'll read this off before going to the AL. The Cards are 5-5 five and five in their last 10. The Brewers are 2-8 and eight in their last 10. Pirates, 3-7 and seven in their last 10. Cubs, 3-7 and seven in their last 10. Reds are 3-7 and seven in their last 10. Yikes. Uh, meanwhile, in the NL East, Mets, 5-5, five and five, but it was their West Coast trip. They get it out of their way. Mets fans are pretty happy. Braves are 10-0 and oh in their last 10. Phillies are 9-1 and one in their last 10. Marlins, 7-3 and three in their last 10. So... The NL Central, sometimes we give the Central Division's craps. Craps. Like the goddamn casino game. Um, sometimes it's for a reason. Let's do a little American League. The American League is brought to you by Athletic Greens, people. Been telling you about Athletic Greens. A-G-1. Athletic Greens, there's good stuff in here, people. 75. It's a pretty high amount. High-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics. Summer in the city is here. I'm trying to tighten it up. I actually got to a good point, and then I faded a little bit recently. I was happy with the good point. Summer in the city is here. There's a lot of beautiful people trying to keep up with the Joneses. Some of the stuff girls are wearing these days. If I wore it, whoa. Um, either way... Uh, sometimes it's not all about the outside looks. It's about feeling good on the inside, and AG1 Athletic Greens can help you do that. Chris Rose has been on a big kick of this. He's looking good. A lot of John Boy Media people are looking good lately, uh, and I think AG1 is a big part of it, and they're doing good stuff along the way. Uh, for every purchase, they're donating uh, to organizations that help get nutritious foods to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S., they're trying to make it easier for you now. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Jake. That's my name, people. Don't wear it out. Athleticgreens.com slash Jake to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Guys, this stuff is everywhere right now. Uh, a lot of the shows I listen to, they're talking about Athletic Greens. This is huge. And there's a reason for it. So if you're wondering, you're looking to get a little healthier, check them out. Athleticgreens.com slash Jake, people. Let's get it. Let's talk some American League uh, before we get to... Uh, before we get to, man, NBA final, Steph Curry. I, God, I love, I love him. Um, I mentioned the Yankees. There's not really t much to talk about. They're disgusting. They're 9-1 and one in their last 10. Um, you know, our, our guy, Joe's McFly, has, has been sending some shade at Red Sox fans because kudos to the Red Sox. They have turned their season around. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. Uh, in that time, they've lost a game on the Yankees. The Yankees are 9-1 and one in their last 10. Um in the words of Joe's McFly, that's none of our business. Um, good for the Red Sox. Um, they take two out of three from the Mariners. Mariners, 
again, like are at the point where they need to win series. Red Sox are winning so many series. They have won their last. Let's see. They haven't lost a series. Maybe that's the spin zone uh, since the Orioles. So that's one, two, three, four. Four series there hosting Oakland for three. They can keep their hot streak going there. Then they're hosting the St. Louis Cardinals. That'll be fun. But then the Tigers, who who they're still figuring it out. The Red Sox are back a part of this season uh, with the expanded playoff format. If you're around 500, you're a part of this season. And the Red Sox right now are three games up. They're playing such better baseball. Let me get you some Red, Red Sox splits real quick. Oh, kid. These Red Sox are a pisser, huh? Um, schedule and results. Is that what I want? Yeah, I think so. Uh, they were nine and thirteen in April. They were fourteen and fourteen in May. They are nine and two in June. Um, so progressively better. What did I tell you before about the Atlanta Braves? Two good months. If you're a five hundred baseball team, you're dancing. Red Sox. If they can continue this hot June, they will be. They will probably be invited to the dance. Um, good for them. Uh, Xander Bogat, Rafael Devas, you know those guys. J.D. Martinez with the 347, 413, 976 OPS. When that guy is dialed in, Devers with the big home run that helps him win last night. Um, and they're getting pitching performances. Uh, full pension piv. Michael Waka Flocka Flame. Um, Boston is a part of this season. I uh, And that's good. That's good. Uh, as a Yankees fan, I kind of wish we played them more earlier in the year when they were sucking ass. Because, um, man, this trade deadline is going to be fun. I, with so many teams in contention, there's been a lot of talk in the office who's going to be able to make moves what teams are truly going to be selling, um, what teams are going to lean on their youth, what teams are going to go out and get someone. Uh, the Red Sox are always in position. They signed Trevor Story this offseason. If there's moves to be made at the trade deadline, they grabbed Schwarbo last year. Um, they just need to stay in the hunt, and I think they will. I think this was the surge they needed. Uh, they're a solid baseball team. They weren't hitting to start the year. I don't know if it was juice balls. I don't know if it was cold. I don't know if it was just fluky. Um, but they're kind of back to their team identity, and they're getting some pitching performances. I like them more than the Rays. It's a little bit snooty Yankee fan, uh, and I just kind of low-key hate the Rays. But I truly believe that. Uh, speaking of, the Rays played the Twins, uh, and the Twins took two out of three. So good for Minnesota. They, they win another series. Rays are playing the Yankees this week. Both teams have an off day, and then they're playing three at the stadium. Should be interesting. They play, They teed up for four. Teed up. Cool, Jake. Golf lingo. Uh, they split four in the trop. The Yankees roster was looking a little funky then. They had some injuries and some COVID stuff going on. In the stadium, a three-game set. Facts from Jake. One of the teams will win the series. Um, and and kind of set a little bit of a tone for this year. And I think the Yankees want to continue to set their just foot-on-the-throat mentality. Rizzo was in our office. 
confirm some of our beliefs about how this Yankees team feels. When they came back against the Minnesota Twins down 7-3, like the fourth inning, Rizzo was like, we, we knew we were going to win that game. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And he's our friend. Officially. Officially our friend. I think, I think so. Uh, the Blue Jays are in second place in the AL East. They take two out of three from the Tigers. Um, are they winning series? Yeah, they, uh, they beat the Royals. Now they beat the Tigers. Handle your business. They host the Orioles for four, and then they host the Yankees. The Yankees are coming up on a tough stretch of baseball. I guess that is one of the true Yankee updates. Um, they will be tested. Rays, Jays, Rays, Astros, Athletics, Jays, Rays, Jays, Rays, Astros. That's a very real stretch of yeah. baseball. Their bullpen still isn't where they where they've been. They've been covered by their starting pitching. Um and the Cubs sucking. Sorry, Cubs. I don't want to do that. But it's true. Um It's going to be an int- it's going to be a good test for the Yankees. Expectations are high. Uh, the lineup is still really good. They're mashing home runs. I believe they're first in baseball in home runs by a decent amount. After this weekend, I'd, I'd assume so if they weren't already. Yankees are first in home runs. They are first in OPS. Uh, they are second in starting pitching ERA. They are third in bullpen ERA. I mean, they are. Their defense is good. These Yankees are pretty good. They're getting special performances from Matt Carpenter. You could even hear about him a little bit later in the show. But I said we're not talking about the Yankees. Uh, Orioles, eat bugs, even though you're not that bad. 26-35 and in this division. Good for the birds. Twins. Mentioned they beat the Rays. Um... They play the Mariners, Diamondbacks, Guardians. We'll see where the Guardians are at. I mentioned that because the Guardians took three out of four from Oakland. They're 29 and 27. I just said it before. If you're a 500 team, you're going to be in the mix throughout this season. Um, and they're doing that. They're doing that. I, I sneaky hate the Guardians, not the players, the ownership. I guess that's where I go back to. I don't see them making moves at the deadline. Maybe they'll do something that'll surprise me. I guess they locked up Jose Ramirez. Surprise me, Guardians. The White Sox are 27-31. and 31. The Rangers take the final two out of three in Chicago. Fire Tony Chance. Coming down from the fans. Phillies let their guy go, and they got some good results. Angels let their guy go. Haven't really gotten the results yet, but they did it. I don't know. I don't know, Chicago. They're still six games back, which means a good stretch of baseball makes them fine, and we just talked about the Red Sox having their good stretch of baseball, the Braves having their good stretch of baseball. It's going to happen at some point for the White Sox. If their owner didn't love 
TLR, I think chopping block would be in line. The only reason Tony got hired by him is because the owner loves him. Uh, and that's the person you need to love you. I think he's probably going to survive. I think these White Sox are still going to get juice at some point. Uh, it's just how much juice and when will the Guardians be around? The twins look solid. Um, saying I'm a lot. I'm sorry. Tigers, I mentioned, uh, they took one out of three from the Blue Jays. They are still, you know, they have a worse record than the Orioles. Don't know what to tell you. Royal season completely falling apart, 20 and 39. Uh, they split four with the Orioles. Oh, my God. What was that series? Did you watch? Nope. The Houston Astros, they lose. They lose two out of three to the Marlins, who are playing a better brand of baseball. I mentioned they're seven and three in their last ten. Houston, it almost doesn't matter, and I'll tell you why. They've got three coming up against the Texas Rangers, who are in second place in the AL West. How's your good start, Angels? How are your Mariners, last year's darling? The Texas Rangers, they rolled out some coin this offseason. Didn't get some early dividends on that. Simeon had a brutal start. Uh, Seager's numbers, uh, compared to a lot of baseball players, are pretty good. Adelise Garcia has turned it on. We like that. And Marcus Simeon is going now, which is awesome. Um, They're starting to get some help from their young players. They've called up Ezekiel Duran, Zeke Duran, who was part of the Joey Gallo trade. Uh, He had a big hit the other day. Eli White, every time you turn on a highlight, he's making a good defensive play. Martin Perez has been pitching. John Gray has been pitching. Dane Dunning has been pitching. Taylor Hearn going against Houston tonight. Drop it, big fella. I might tell I might text him that. Taylor Hearn's been on this show. It's a long episode. It was a good one, though. Good app. Lefty draft. The lefty draft with Taylor Hearn. I'm going to text him, hey, go drop it tonight on Houston. I've got our graphics crew uh, talking about Yankees mustache stuff. Too provocative. Okay. Mm Good for the Texas Rangers. We were ready to write them off. Uh, Their hitting numbers, still not super impressive. Uh, Even their starting pitching, not super impressive. You wonder if this is very much a, they jumped to second place just because the Angels died and the Rangers were playing okay. Interested to see if they give Jack Leiter a call this year. He's in the minors waiting. This was not supposed to be the year for the Rangers, but it was supposed to be a year. There's some analytics for you. Stepping stone. Stepping stone year. Uh, if they can be around 500, that would be huge for them. Halos are still trying to get out of their death cycle. Facing the Mets, a bad time to face them. They're about to play two against the Dodgers. Who they just got swept by the Giants, so that might be a buzzsaw. How about Angels Mariners for four over this, or excuse me, for five over this weekend? If one of those teams has a good series, 
I mean, that's a pretty big blow for either of them as they just can't. Either of those teams, the Angels got out of the station and then their train crashed. Mariners have never left the station this year. They're not too away from that magic 500 number I keep telling you about, and then you just need a hot month. Uh, but it's just not happened for them. Oakland is dying hard, 21-41. and 41. They're kind of in Royals territory. Hopefully they start selling players soon. Montes, Loriano's back. Love him. Love him. So that's kind of your baseball around the horn. We'll be doing talking baseball in a little bit. Uh, Trevor Plouffe, John Boy, BBD. We talk about the games a little more in depth. A little more in depth than I just did. Hockey. I mentioned it before. This will be quick. Uh, RIP to the Rangers, as BBD put up on the screen. It was a fun run. We got to kind of be a part of it. The Rangers welcomed us with open arms. We, uh, we enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Everything we heard from Rangers fans, they weren't supposed to get past the Hurricanes. They did in seven. Uh, it was looking bad against the Penguins. They were down 3-1. Rangers in seven. They faced the Tampa Bay Lightning, and maybe their biggest mistake was winning the first two games. Up 2-0. And then in game three, they were up 2-0, and they lose it 3-2. And Tampa just turned it on to a level. Again, I am not too deep in the X's and O's of hockey. And man, the Tampa Bay Lightning looked impressive. They just, by the end of it, they looked more skilled. They looked like they had more energy. Kind of looked out coached for what I know. It's one of those things. It ends up being a great year for the Rangers. Young Igor breaks out as one of the best goalies in the game. They have a lot of youth. Uh, This, I, I saw some set. This was like the second best record in Rangers history. So we are building on something. Hopefully it's one of those fun things you look back and like it was the young Rangers about to announce themselves to the league against Tampa Bay going to the finals for the third straight season. And they just look nasty, man. I, I don't I obviously don't know much about the Avalanche. I know Tampa Bay looks incredible and even if they go down 2-0, I don't think they're gonna blink for a second. The Lightning look incredible. We unfortunately have some Lightning fans around John Boy Media, uh, which that was kind of a, a buzzkill. But uh, it's for a reason, and it's it's one of those cool things about sports that if you have any connections to Tampa, you love the Lightning because they've been so good, and you feel an attachment. It's like one of those fun beauty of sports things. I get big Chiefs in their prime, Golden State in their prime vibes from them. They looked incredible. Congrats. Ranger Joes goes to die. And again, with playoff hockey, I think I'm going to be watching. I think I'm going to be watching, depending how the times line up. And especially if there is an overtime game, make sure you tune in. Those are Jake's rules of hockey. Let's talk some NBA finals. Uh... I was getting ready to eat a lot of crow. I still may have to. I still may have to. I was kind of tough on this Celtics team. I told you I could be blinded by New York natural 
I don't want to say disdain. That feels rude. But disdain to Boston sports. The Celtics go up two games to one. In what turned out to be a dominant game three victory in the fourth quarter. They held Golden State to 11 points in a quarter. These Golden State Warriors. Steph, Clay, I know, Wiggins. Um, Poole off the bench. They had their third quarter where they made it a tight game, and it was kind of like, okay, you know, odd games in a series, right? If you win all the odd games, you'll win the series. These are the, one of these games, one of these teams is going to go up and have a huge advantage. You know, I think the stat popped up after the Celtics won game three that 82% of the time, whoever wins game three wins the series. Something ridiculous like that. Or I guess if you go up 2-1 and you win game three. The Celtics held them to 11 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Garden was rocking. The Warriors look so disconnected. Draymond was a disaster. He fouls out. He's barking at the refs. Uh, you know, Clay gets 25. Steph gets 31. Wiggins gets 18. You're kind of like, I don't know. But their offense just looks so discombobulated that it was it was kind of uh-oh time. Going to game four in the Garden and the Celtics... And Steph Curry pull one out in the fourth quarter in the second half. They're known as their third quarter team. The Boston Celtics come into every game knowing they're going to lose the third quarter. That's insane. That's insane to me. Uh, By the way, in that game three, Boston was getting so many easy baskets. They looked so much bigger, so much more athletic that it was very much like, this could be it. This could be the start of Tatum becoming how everyone currently talks about him. That's kind of why I have my edge up against Tatum. Don't know if it's fair. It might not be by the end of tonight uh, as, as they tip off. Steph Curry goes for 43 points. Was at, they played Friday night, was at the Yankees game, was getting updates on our phones. I re-watched Saturday morning. How about this? Good for me. Uh, it was, I was, it was such a perfect storm. Saturday morning, A, I slept in because I was so tired after the 13-inning Yankee game and just a long week that I was like, I'm going to go to NBA TV and just hope they have the game on. They did. It was mid-first quarter. I was like, this is perfect. I'm going to watch this. Uh, Curry was awesome. 14 of 26, 7 of 14 from 3, 43 points, 10 rebounds, man. Steph Curry a lot of times is the smallest guy on court, at least like full body. That's kind of weird how I said that. He's a really good rebounding guard. Uh, Four assists was second on the team to Draymond's eight assists. Again, the shooting was still horrific from Draymond, but eight assists, nine rebounds, four steals. That's a little more Draymond than the other stuff. We'll see if he can ever get buckets again. Steph went into his magic mode. Where he was getting fouled on shots, it didn't matter. You never see Steph yell at the refs, really. He got into him once. They didn't call one. He still made the shot. 
He was in that special zone where he could do anything. Jordan Poole with 14 points. He's super important to this series. I think if he can actually lead a second unit for them, like that is so important. Andrew Wiggins. I've been talking about him a lot on this show recently. 16 rebounds. Go check out this dude's numbers when he was in Minnesota. He was anemic to rebounding. Golden State got to him, and they have unlocked him. 17 points, 16 rebounds for Andrew Wiggins. This is a dude that was allergic to rebounding. Um, That's a massive game, a massive game for him. Um, on the other side of the court, Tatum goes for 23, 8 of 23 shooting. Not, not great, Bob. Robert Williams looks electric at times. Uh, 12 rebounds. He's affecting so many shots. Marcus Smart, he gets 18 on 7 of 18 shooting. That's, that's a solid game from him. Four steals, five rebounds. Uh, misses a couple down the stretch. Jalen Brown with 21 points. Derek White with 16. Uh, if you're Boston, if you're Boston, this is, this game is, games three and four are what horrify each team about each other. Game three, Boston was bigger and more athletic and just dominant. In this game, and by the way, it was tight down the stretch. Golden State ends up running away in the final minute. So if you're Boston, you're not super dejected. But Steph, Steph goes nuts. And that feels like something out of your hands. Wiggins and Clay, both 7 of 17 shooting. Just funny. Jordan Poole, 6 of 13. Uh, some, some solid minutes from Peyton and Looney for Golden State. They're going back to Golden State tonight. That ESPN indicator, that who knows what that really is, uh, has Boston 52%. Golden State is a four-point favorite tonight. I don't know. I don't know how this series ends, and I know that's probably not the hot take you want. I've been with Golden State. I'm staying with Golden State. Uh, In Golden State's building tonight, the pivotal game five, Hard for me to bet against them. Although four points, I don't know. Could be tighter than that. There's so many factors to this series right now that no one can give you a real answer on. Like, I'm going to shoot you straight. Robert Williams, and I know he's got knee stuff going on. There's times when he's the most, like, dominant player on the court. But you tell me Steph Curry gets an extra day rest and the Warriors need him? Like, that sounds pretty good for him. I can't tell you if Clay's going to get better as this series goes on as he's getting his legs more involved. Is Jordan Poole going to get better as this is this is his first playoffs? This is Jordan Poole's first playoffs. Uh, and he's like a key factor in this. I, I know Richard Jefferson said the longer the series go, the more it favors Golden State. I don't I don't know if that's true. I I think I can make an argument for Boston. Like uh, the truth is that nobody knows. Why I've been on and sticking with Golden State is because they have, I think they have the best player on the court. 
I think they have the best coach as of now. And they've done it and been there. The other thing that's been a massive for both sides is turnovers. The Celtics have some careless turnovers. Golden State has always kind of turned the ball over because they play so fast, but it almost doesn't affect them. It's one of those things like if you... If Mahomes throws for five touchdowns, but there's one interception, that's kind of fine. We get five scores off of it. So if we, if we live and die by that, Golden State's kind of the same way. They're going to score so many points and play so fast that you're going to run into some turnovers. It's fine. Whoever wins tonight is going to be the heavy favorite, and I, I still don't even know if that's right. Because um, it just feels like we're one... We're one injury to a guy away. These teams are similarly matched, but very different profiles. I'm continuing to lean into Golden State. We will see. BBD, you're an NBA guy. NBA guy. You like anything here? You hate anything here? I mean, far I have a the similar natural disdain for for Boston, right? So, so I. I'm, I'm trying not to let that cloud judgments and predictions, but at the same time, Golden State I th- does have the best player. Tatum's on his way. Jalen Brown's been awesome. Like he, I guess if Boston wins, like he's probably who I'd say ends up MVP, depending on how the games shake out. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a little bit of a Steph. Kendrick Perkins, I think, said Steph should win MVP, win or lose, which that's yeah. always a good, that's always good fodder. Seems like the the precedent is has been set that that doesn't happen. After like when LeBron didn't get it in fifteen, it was right? So we we kind of can never do that. Well, it's so it's so funny how narratives play in a sports, especially the NBA, because uh, Curry doesn't have a Finals MVP. That now, win or lose, people are kind of going that way, which is kind of yeah. fun. Kind of sucks if you're like, it's a, it's a little unfair to him. I think the if the Celtics time. win, like. If the Celtics win in these next two to three games, I'm assuming Tatum or Hell Brown would be good enough yeah. that they will deserve it. Uh, but it's it's just funny how how yeah, sports that, those things how sports does that tonight. Must watch tonight. Must watch tonight. Um, and yeah, it, I guess the other reason. I really like Golden State is the third quarter thing. Because NBA basketball, shots are going up. Some nights they go in, some nights they don't. It's not everything, but it's just facts. Like, it's just facts. So, if Golden State has a first half where their shots are just dropping and they're up 10, in the third quarter, they're going to win. They're going to. Uh, and then if you're Boston and it's the same way and it was kind of like this in game four, they had the lead at halftime. But you almost knew at the end of the third quarter that they weren't. So that that's just, that's mentally really tough to play against. Uh, we'll see. I've enjoyed Tatum more than I have in regular season games. So if he comes and he does this, like I'm going to appreciate him a lot more. Or we might not. So 
With all of that, enjoy. Watch with us tonight. And thank you guys for watching Wake and Jake. We had a fun episode last week with our guy, Joe's McFly. We might be doing some hockey stuff Wednesday. I know that's not what the people have necessarily been asking for, but we might do a little hockey stuff to inform ourselves. Because it's going to be the only, not the only mm. game in town. Obviously, baseball will be going on, but the NBA Finals could potentially end be over in a couple days where Stanley Cup Finals would be. And they've been, like, what, a series behind anyway? So, like, yeah. They're always going to get some amount of time to themselves as far as the playoffs. So, we like sports. Them. We like being educated. We have some hockey friends. We might tap in. We'll check in on that. Uh the comment of the day, bakers, I ask you guys to bake the algorithm. What's that mean? It means listen, watch, share, like, leave a comment. Let me know what's going on in your sports world. Versace Gandhi said, get better soon, Joe. Stop flogging your dolphins so hard. What's that about? That's confusing. Matthew Nauer. And BBD, I don't even know if he knows this. Says Tyro Estrada has been that old school second baseman for the Giants, plays every day, puts the ball in play, runs the base as well, and he hits league average. Matt, I don't know if you know this. Tyro Estrada on the Yankees was kind of my guy. I loved him. Called him the young prince. Glaber uh, Torres got called up. He's the young guy on the Yankees. He's, you know, promised the shortstop role and all that. There were times when Tyro outplayed him. I love Tyro. I thought the Yankees got rid of him way too quickly. And he's on the Giants, who have been a really good team, and he he contributes. Uh, I think that was part that I really liked about Tyro. Power the other way. Uh, So, yeah, I, I love me. I love me some Tyro Estrada, the bullet. Uh, Ryan S., we were talking about MLB expansion plans. He said, uh, special assistant to the commission, CC might know. Mm. Have to maybe poke and prod him. Uh, when There's a path. When we get to link up with the big fella. Uh, and Jamie Jarrett, longtime fan, uh, said, here for Joe's goes to F1. Race in Montreal next weekend feels like perfect timing. Might be a little tight this year. I'll tell you what. If Joe's goes to Montreal for <laughs> F1, I think I'm there. We can get the Joe's Montreal and F1 trip. One one go. I think I'm there. Uh, so thank you guys for leaving comments. Thanks for Joe's for joining us last time. He's the best. Uh, go check out everything he does. Bro of the night, I will keep it Yankee-centric. I will go to Matt Carpenter. Uh, Matt Carpenter, you probably remember uh, from his St. Louis days. He was a really good baseball player. Like, really good. MVP votes. Three all-star teams. All-stars Th- are bullshit, of course, but... Three all-star teams, one silver slugger. Uh, he's got bold on his page. Twice he's led, he led the National League in doubles. He once led the National League in runs. He once led the National League in hits. Career 821 OPS. This guy had a really good baseball career. And it seemed like it was coming to an end. His final two years in St. Louis, the stats aren't pretty, even if you loop in the third year. Not pretty. And he was 33, 34, 35. That normally signifies the end. 
Matt Carpenter said, I was, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I think I could still play ball. Uh, signed up with Texas minor league contract. Doesn't make the Texas Rangers. By the way, I think they could use him right now. He comes over to the Yankees. I mentioned when the Yankees and Tampa Bay Rays played, there was a lot of funny business going on with the Yankees roster between injuries and COVID. Matt Carpenter gets signed, gets shipped up to the Yanks, wasn't supposed to start. He starts that game. His game logs are ridiculous. He's played 10 games as a Yankee. He has six home runs. He started one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He started seven games, and he has six home runs. It's obviously a small sample size. It's, 20, it's 30 plate appearances, 333, 467, a 1.592 OPS. He played third base for the first time, which is important. He'd only been DHing or pinch hitting. Matt Carpenter looks like he's going to be a part of this magic, so far magic Yankees team. There's a fun story behind it. He went around to a bunch of hitting coaches to say like, hey, I feel good. Why am I not hitting good? Looks like he might have figured something out. And he has a fantastic mustache going right now. Otherworldly, made coach ball game, make audible noises <laughs> at the game. Because um, that is what he likes. Matt Carpenter, good for you. I love a, I love a baseball player that kind of can't give it up. I also respect the ones that do. Trevor Plouffe, very happy with life. Uh, but Matt Carpenter was like, I got more in the tank. And he's proving it now. Uh, good for him. Beeps. And I hate to also be half Yankee related. But like, I don't know where else we're going to talk about it. This feels like the safe place. I don't even know which who's getting brood or brud here, but the, the Clint thing. Ah, ha. Talked a lot. Talked some shit about the Yankees. Got, Cubs brought him to town. Supposed to be like his return. He wanted a revenge series pretty bad. And the DFAM before game one. Like. I want to just think it's funny, but it's just like it's. It's very. Very Clint Frazier. It's very Clint. Um, seems to walk himself into bad situations. Un- unbeknownst to him sometimes. We'll see what happens, man. I mean. After watching the Cubs this weekend, they are not a very good team. His numbers on the year, it's not a lot of games, and they're not abysmal. I was genuinely rooting for Clint coming into this season because when he's hitting and it's right, it's pretty cool to watch. Nicknamed him the Glitch. Uh, He hasn't been hitting for a little while now. He is turns 28 in September. The defense is still pretty tough. Couple Cubs lowlights. I don't know. I uh, he's kind of coming up on one of his last major league lives. Uh, I don't know who or where he's going to get picked up. Maybe he stumbles into the right opportunity and it finally clicks. But man, fifth pick overall. A real one. Fifth pick overall in twenty thirteen. Uh, and that draft was Mark Appel. Didn't work out great for him. Uh, Chris Bryant, pretty good. That's good. John Gray. That ain't bad. 
Cole Stewart. Not so hot. Yeah. Clint Frazier. Colin Moran. Trey Ball. Hunter Dozier. Austin Meadows. Dom Smith. Renfro. J.P. Crawford. Tim Anderson. Finding a rhythm. Marco Gonzalez. Pick number 32. Aaron Judge. How about that? Uh, Clint, still have rooting for you, dog. Go hit some balls, because when you do that, it's fun. Chichi Gonzalez was that draft? Mm-hmm. I would have guessed 2003. Chichi. All uh, right. Do a quick Angels thing. Sure. Jared Walsh, cycle. That's cool. You're not a guy yeah. I expected. Joe Madden, Mohawk thing, sad. Yeah. Yeah. Halos, figure it out. People, we are going to go talking baseball. It'll be a little after 12.30. So much stuff on the John Boyne Media Network. I see the chat. Yeah, I think a little Geo Guesser is coming up in a little bit. Uh, some of our best content. I'll say it every time. Hey, Yankees fans, talking Yanks, electric, pinstripe strong, hashtag same. Talking Giants, if you're looking for a little football in, they are still rolling. Chris Rose rotation, how about Jose Trevino? Whoops, Gloria, starting Yankees catcher, friend of John Boy Media. He's wearing shorts. You heard Peter Moylan, they just wrapped up time to fame. It's common. Shea Station, if you're a Mets fan, times are pretty good over there. Um, check everything out on John Boy Media. Probably somewarehouse thing coming. Warehouse. I was actually, I was wearing my thing. 